I thought obviously Rangers first half we were very poor right Rangers were not at the races second half it was a bit better um, obviously Big Warrell getting the, the equaliser and then but it's just I don't know what it was it, it, like just Rangers really lacked that that final punch in the final we third did. we just we didn't create a, a, a real host of clear cut chances no, we really didn't. And what I thought was strange as well, obviously nothing. Well, obviously our goal came for a set piece, but an open play weren't like creating much. So I don't know why Gerard literally made no subs. Uh, yeah, I know that. Oh, mate, that's a very good point. That it really surprised yeah. me, by the way. I know he always makes subs deadly on in games, but at least he makes them. Like this was just strange. Like cup game away from home that you you want to win. Like obviously, there's a lot big fi- a lot of fixtures coming up. You want to try and play as little as less if you like. Yeah. Um, well, it was possible. That's what I mean. And then, almost like it was, it was almost like he was happy with the draw. Take it back to Ibrox, but that's not. Wait, you do, you don't want that. You don't want the fixture congestion. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why he made any didn't make any subs. Yeah, like that. That was a very odd one, you know. Because as you were saying, we've got a lot of fixtures coming up, and uh, like at least make one or two. Just make a substitution because players will get fatigued, and obviously. You don't want that, you know. So that that was a very strange one. But Ryan Kent, um, usually he's like, like usually he's superb, right? But against Aberdeen, non-existent, very very quiet. I thought it was. He, yeah, he, he wasn't didn't, up like, too much. No, the ball much, and don't know if that was down to Aberdeen. Uh, one thing, I, yeah. One thing I will give Aberdeen a lot of credit for was they defended really well. They did. They they defended really well, and they kept. Some of our creative players, like obviously Ryan Kent, Daniel Candace, Morelos, very quiet. So it I'll did, give them did. that, yeah. Like they learned their lessons from the previous game at Pathology, where when Rangers were going forward, we were just utterly dominant. So they learned from that and uh, they did get their tactics pretty spot on, you know. But then again, Aberdeen. They, they, Aberdeen didn't create a whole lot of great chances like obviously I had that chance with McKenna uh, from the free kick and then they had a, a chance late on in the second half I saved from McGregor and then a block from uh, Barisic but apart from that yeah. they weren't really all that productive for me they, they, they weren't um, I mean I, just, I don't know it was a very bland game yeah, um, yeah. Uh, who, see the midfield battle as well um, who do you think won that the midfield battle I don't know I would say first, again going back to what you say I think the first half um, it was uh, yeah it, Aberdeen, like Aberdeen got half, that right, one yeah they were, they were better in the first half and second, second half very even I would say but the midfield battle I thought a lot of people were actually saying to me that they felt it was all Rangers got dominated in the midfield but I don't think so at all I thought it was just even I thought both uh, midfields were very solid uh, on the day and yeah but I've seen a few Aberdeen fans saying oh we utterly dominate Rangers in midfield nonsense that was never the case I know I did we didn't get dominated um, I thought Shinny he should have been well. sent off Shinny should have been he sent off that tackle on our field was yeah that, that tackle on our field was shocking like Clancy oh, come on that was that was really poor from him that was a screamer of a challenge so and uh, Graham Shinny very very lucky to stay on the pitch after that very lucky it, it was, and I just only touched when I said how they started, I, I got mixed up. Oh, you're thinking of Kamara? Um, Kamara? I'm sorry, I yeah, I, sh- I should have connected about that, yeah, sorry. I was just, yeah, so that, yeah, but I, I could have sworn on how they were playing, but no, um, yeah, no, Kamara, he's done very well again, another solid performance from him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's quickly becoming a, a key player. Um, obviously, Jack's got injured after the game, so 
it'll be more emphasis on him to kind of um, show the back line, make sure they're uh, safe and he protects the wall very well. So, be more emphasis on him now that Jack's injured. Yeah, how long is Jack out for? Well, hopefully, he could be back for the game on, um, on Tuesday. Um, he could be back. Um, but it's, it's touch and go at the moment. Is it? He doesn't need he doesn't need surgery or anything, so that's good. Um, what did you make of that embarrassing, pathetic, cringeworthy banner they had about Alfredo Morelos? <sighs> like, thing is, right? If it was good patter or whatever, like fair enough, but it was just terrible. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was like, awful, like, mate. Your mum's a mattress. Like, what does that even mean? It was just. Oh, it was just embarrassing, honestly. I, I seen that and I'm like, how can anyone find that remotely funny? <laughs> I know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the point. Maybe it's so unfunny, it's funny. I, I, I don't know. Really piss poor sense of humour, that, mate. <laughs> it was. But at least that, but then they're, 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 um, they're taking action about it. They're looking into it, which, which I think is good. Oh, I've seen that, mate. I've seen that. And uh, Alfredo Morelos, he got booked for, uh, for diving. Um... It was. I thought. I think the big man should have known better instead of going yeah. to ground. Yeah, he was really looking for that one. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was, it was a diver. It's absolutely no defender. Yeah, I know. It was terrible from the big man, but it just means that if he gets a yellow card against Aberdeen in the replay, he'll be out for the semi final against Celtic if we are able to go through. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll start. I mean, if Morelos is fit, he plays. Simple as that. Yep. So Gerard needs to. Somehow make sure he, he doesn't get booked. Um, he needs to make sure he's still on his best game. Looks like we touched on earlier. He plays best when he's aggressive. However, he needs to. He needs to play smart here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree, mate. You're spot on, mate. So yeah, um, but yeah, over overall, um, is there anything else we need to touch on about the game? Yeah, uh, there wasn't much to talk about. There wasn't much to highlight. I mean, it was like I said, it was a very bland game. Yeah, um, like just both sides lacked a lot of quality, as I said in the final third. Um, it just wasn't a great spectacle. Not one for the neutrals, in my opinion. But no, I I think both teams would be content with a draw. Um, so and obviously the replay. Um, Aberdeen have beat Rangers twice this season in Glasgow, so you can't write them off. You but, can. No. Um, I mean, we've we've really uh, in the past seasons we've, we've done quite well against Aberdeen. Um, remember, like Pedro Cachinho went up there in one three now. <laughs> I know. Um, but we, this season, for whatever reason, uh, McInnes has got a number. We've just we've struggled. Um, hopefully, that's not the case on Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, another thing I should have just brought up there. Would you start off Fredo on uh, Tuesday? I would. Yeah, like I said, if, if he's fit, he plays. I mean, think yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if he's fit, he's, he plays. But yeah, he just needs to keep the head on. He needs, he does, to, needs yep. to have his sensible hat on. Um, he's at home, so hopefully he, he doesn't do anything stupid. Um, I'd play the same team. Obviously, if Jack's out, bring McCrory in. So I wouldn't change the team too much. Maybe play Halliday or Barisic. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, yeah, I think touching him realise, yeah, I think he'll definitely start, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've, got, you've got to start him, simple as. Simple got as, you've got, got, got to. to start him. So um, another thing I want to bring up, um, Graham Shinney to Rangers. There's a lot of rumours going around about this with Shinny going to Rangers. Um, I think we've said uh, a few weeks ago in the podcast that we would not be against it. I think he would be a solid addition to our midfield, but we've got a lot of midfielders, so we would need to cut the cloth. So what's your thoughts on that? Do you think there's any truth behind it? And would you take him, obviously? No, is your opinion still the same that you wouldn't mind him at Rangers? Mate, I, I, think, I don't think he's great, to be honest. I think he's... Very average, he's a workhorse, that's what he is. Yeah, he's um, a solid hand. 
what we look at, I think, this summer for recruitment wise is when we bring players in, they need to, uh, they need to be better than what we've already got. Yep. And Shinny's not better than what we've already got. And he we had a rotation player. Um, I know he wouldn't, he wouldn't ask for much, maybe five, six grand um, a week. But I just, I, I don't see it happening. I think he'll go down south. Um, yeah, I don't I think there's any truth to it. And if there was, I wouldn't be overly happy with it. Yeah, see, if we were to sign him, it would be minimum risk, you know. Like, see, if it wasn't to work out, it wouldn't be a disaster, you know. So, yeah. like, like, for example, like, look at Dorans, right? Me and you have said our piece on Dorans that we're not exactly uh, been impressed with Dorans ever since he came to the club. And he's on quite a bit, as I can imagine. And he's just really injury prone and he's passed it. So, we've, we've already said that he should be gone in the summer. So, that's where I think Shinny could, could come in and he would be a solid hand in the midfield. But it's quite interesting, though, that he's not signed a new deal. So, see the fact he's not signed a new contract. He's most he's most certainly off. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's just saying it by now. There's absolutely no doubt he's going. And whether that's for Rangers, I just, I just, I, I can't really see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I see the reason why nothing's came out just now. Like nothing really concrete, or nothing's like really been leaked in uh, some of the newspapers. It's because remember when the whole Ryan Jack thing was happening? That oh, was Ryan yeah. Jack going at Rangers. Nothing really got leaked. Like and then McKinnon was dismissing it, like what he's been doing, uh, just now I think. So, yeah, like, I, the reason obviously I think it might be kept hush hush is because see when uh, obviously Ryan Jack went to Rangers or like it see if that got announced midway through the season, uh, the Aberdeen fans would be absolutely raging. It'd be public enemy number one, and they'd be like, "No, why are we playing this guy? He's going to our biggest rivals." So, if he goes to Rangers, I would not be surprised. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to cry over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Well, I say I think he's going going down south. Um, that, that's my that's my take on it. But yep. I, I don't know. Like I said, if, if we recruitment this summer, we need to improve on what we've already got, and that's how we're going to bridge the gap to Celtic even more than it is already. Um, and I don't think yeah, Shinny improves us at all. That's that's a fair point, mate. Um, Cosgrove uh, suspended. For the replay, big, big loss for Aberdeen. Huge. He's been a talisman this season. He's been really top notch up front. Top notch up front. That's gonna be. That is a massive blow. That is. Um, he's been the striker they've, they've been crying out for. Um, he didn't have the best of starts, but then he's really come onto a game and obviously got his goal at the weekend. Um, there on Sunday, um, but. They'll, it will be a big miss, like like, like we said. Um, you'll have to play James. I think James Wilson or Steve May will, will come in. Yeah. Um, I know it is a massive. I'm just thinking there, like how they'll play without him. Yeah, because yeah, their whole play revolves around yeah. uh, Sam Cosgrove. Yeah, because I was just thinking there, like how they're going to play. I think they'll be they'll hit hitters in the counter rather than kind of getting our faces like like they usually do. Yeah. See, if you were Derek um, McInnes, would you go Stevie May and Wilson up top, or would you just go? With one up top. If I was if I was Derek McKenna, I would go with uh, James Wilson up front. James Wilson, yeah, because yeah. Stevie May up top. No, yeah, like that would be easy pickings. That would be an easy day at the office for uh, Joe Warrow and Goldson. Definitely will be. Um, and James Wilson, he, he he can do some. He can do that unexpected. Uh, something out of nowhere. Um, he's good in the ball. Uh, obviously, he's not at the best of seasons, but he's still a lot better than uh, Stevie May. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. 
But so, anything else we want we need to bring up about uh, Aberdeen and Rangers, or are we good to move on? I think we're good to move on. Um. Oh, just in fact, no, just one other thing. Um, I put a wee tweet out, uh, on Sunday saying that it would be great if we can sign Joe Warrell in the summer on a permanent basis, right? But I, I did not know this, right? Do you know last year, uh, in twenty eighteen January, Forrest rejected a eleven million pound bid for him. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. I actually um, didn't know that. So Yeah. I see yeah. lost his first game in charge of Celtic, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's lost his first game in charge of Celtic. Yeah, I think he's lost his first game in charge of Celtic. Yeah, I think he's lost his first game
Yeah, against Lyndon Rinker, uh, Lincoln Red Imps. Yeah. Uh, but obviously they, they brought him up the second leg. But he has an interesting start, but I think I think he's got the potential to do well on Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Uh, it's still early days, and Leicester have absolutely nothing to play for. So, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about next season. Yeah, it's all about building a team for next season, getting your tactics, your game plan across to the players. So, yeah, you, I wouldn't look too much into that one. But did you see after the game, uh, they were singing? What? Well, no, the what was it? Watford they put on. I just can't get. No, no, Watford was it? Watford Wills. Yeah, they were playing Watford. Watford, sorry, yeah, Watford, yeah, and they put on just. I just can't get enough. To try and throw them. Um, nah, that won't get to me. He's a very, very cool customer. I, I know. I, but yes, we'll move on from that and we'll talk about um, Hibs and Celtic. And uh, yeah. Celtic are through the semi-finals, obviously. We've touched on that, the playing Rangers. And what did you make of that game, mate? It was, I thought it was quite comfortable for, for Celtic, but quite comfortable indeed. You know, two fantastic goals, terrific finish from James Forrest and then obviously uh, Scott Brown getting on the score sheet. But, Celtic yeah. played some decent stuff, mate. They credit where it's due. They were they very, they were impressive in the day. They did, but I, I, I wouldn't say it was comfortable. I thought up until they got those goals, they, they were struggling to to break down Hibs. Hibs. I mean, like it was comfortable in the sense that Hibs weren't really they causing were, them a really, great deal of problems. They were really threatening, but Celtic couldn't really break them down. Um, it took a, a bit of magic from Forrest to unlock um, uh, the deadlock. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And then obviously Brown with a bit of magic as well. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really burst, burst the net off. Um, but I thought Hibbs played well and I think Paul Heckenbottom, uh, he's came in, he's been a very uninspired appointment, but he's done very well uh, thus far, obviously, getting beat off Celtic. Um, that's nothing to care about. I mean, pretty much everyone gets beat off Celtic, um, so you can't look into that one too much. But Celtic, yeah, I thought they were good for the most part. It took a wee bit of magic. Uh, which I've got uh, and James Forrest too, is a wee magician at times mm-hmm. yeah so good start for Neil Lennon uh, beating Hearts and then beating his old team at Easter Road 2-0 so yeah that like they got the job done they're in the semi-finals they are on course for the treble treble uh, so is it, well, if they get that that's another, a question for another day but they've obviously they, they, they need to get past either Aberdeen or Rangers but um I like we we'll go back to the game though. What did he make it, Ollie Burke? Uh, on the day, I don't think he was exactly up to much. He didn't have the best of days. No, it wasn't fantastic. Um, but he's had a very good start, so I'm sure he's allowed uh, one one bad game. But no, he, he's not the performance we've, we've been used to him. Like obviously, yeah. last shoulder of the defender are using his speed um, to get in and go. Uh-huh. Um, but I think I think he'll 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 be fine. It was just one bad day. Uh, but you touched on Neil Lennon. He kind of asked for a better story. He's won all these games, um, and he wants to cut out this um, playing out from the back, which I think is a I think is a great idea. Um, so need for that. Yeah. Um, like, see one thing I don't I didn't understand. Right, like just obviously bringing up Rogers here. Uh, see in Europe, right? You know how Rogers was so like stubborn and adamant on playing from out the back, right? It's fine doing it in the SPFL. You can't do it against teams like PSG and like Barcelona, etc. Like t- teams like that, you can't do it against top tier teams. You can. I mean, let me look at Manuel last night. Um, obviously, they're a um, top team. Um, well, they should they should be anyway. But they didn't play with the back. They they defended well. They hit PSG in the breaking. Obviously, got the rewards. Yep. And that's what Celtic should be doing. They, 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 they simply cannot play outplay a PSG or a Barcelona. They just can't. Um, they're light years apart. Um, so that's what 
obviously Lennon done his first time at Celtic and obviously got to the last six days Champions League bet Barcelona had some great memories um, and that wasn't my plan out of the back that was by defending well and hitting them on the break yeah exactly I think it's more suited for Celtic to obviously play uh, hit like hitting the counter attack and be more direct and hit like have a very fast tempo about them, very high fast tempo. I think that so, so not the possession style of football where they play out from the back and try to work it into the box. That I don't think Celtic Celtic don't have the players. Let's be honest, Celtic do not have the players uh, to do that. Uh, to like to do that, they don't have the players that like been able to do that. You really don't. I mean. You've got Scott Brown, then you've got uh, Iniesta, for example, when he's been at Barcelona. I mean, it's no comparison. I mean, you can, they don't have the players to do it. Um, it's good in Scotland, like you said, but in Europe, it just, it's just, it's only, only going to end badly. Yeah, exactly. So it was like job done. Uh, for Celtic, they got the win, clean sheet into the semi final. So I don't think there was much more to talk about from the game, you know. No, not really. Uh, also, um, we do we need to talk about um, the Hibs fan that threw a bottle at Scott Sinclair. Yeah. Not on at all. Come on, like I mean, what is it with coming. certain fans this season? Like, come on, like that is that is just simply not on, and and that is so unacceptable on every single level. It really is. Um, I mean, it's becoming quite a quite a common occurrence now. It's almost expected at this point. And first, for how you how you how do you even get like a bottle of breakfast into into the stadium in the first place yeah um, I mean there must be better security checks and if that hit him that could have caused some serious damage and uh, unfortunately Hibs couldn't identify him so what they've done in response is they've upgraded their CCTV um, so this doesn't happen in the future uh huh yeah um, and players like you can't have like I know people are talking about getting nets in and things like that I mean we really don't want to resort to that I think what you should do is don't give them attention because that's what they're wanting as soon as you highlight all oh, this look like, they're through a ball or through a corner or whatever and they get that attention that's what we're looking for that spurs them on they don't care it's like us saying oh it's terrible it's this it's that they, they don't care about that they, they like that they enjoy the attention so I think no I think they, it does need to be highlighted because see if it, it does, does yeah it does need to be highlighted and talked about because see if it doesn't then it'll just continue and then these guys will get away with it so see the more you highlight it then that'll mean they'll actually get caught but as you say there needs to be better security security checks simple as it has to be like that is that is horrendous from uh, his security like that he was able to get a bottle of Buckfast into the stadium like that is shocking I know it's, it's absolutely You're absolutely spot on, mate. Spot on. So, anything else you want to talk about when it comes to Hibs and Celtic? Or are we all um, ready to move on? I think we're, we're, we're good to move on. Right, sound, mate, sound. So, we'll talk about um, the the Monday night fixture in the Scottish Cup between bottom of the league party Thistle and Hearts. Finished one each, but before we talk about the game, we need to talk about... Uh, the host, uh, the, the, yeah. the host Stevie Thompson. The game was on BBC Scotland, and surprisingly, Stevie Thompson was the host, making his debut as a presenter. So, Matthew, uh, give me your analysis of Stevie Thompson as a presenter on, <laughs> on BBC Sports Scene. Yeah, I, 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 I,
I felt quite awkward. He, he it was great. a debacle, wasn't it? As we said, we loved Tomo, but he had an absolute nightmare. Oh, he just looked so nervous. It, like it, everything just looked so awkward about it. Like the woman that was on McFadden, Thompson. Oh man, it was just it was really painful viewing. It was. Um, and he made a wee mistake, so it was a good point. He said, no, no, it's a cup game and that, and, and he just looked so nervous. Um, and fair play, he's trying to hand out it, hand out um, at it, um, but it, it's it's really not him, it? he looked so out of place, he looked uncomfortable, um, and it was hard viewing. Uh, leave it to leave it to the people who are actually good at it, like Jonathan Sutherland, for example. Michael Stewart uh, was hosting Sports Sound the other week, I think, I'm sure he was. Heard, but I think he'd, he'd be a lot better host and um, no see to be fair Thompson. like Michael Stewart is, was actually a decent host but it's just all about like me 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 like he's more like he's giving his opinion too much if you know what I'm saying like see when like Jonathan Sutherland does it or Kenny McIntyre on Sports Sound they're good at being the presenter right but Michael Stewart is just like giving his opinion too much and it's not really all that balanced if you know what I'm saying yeah a host has to be impartial um, and Michael Stewart clearly isn't I just need to look at his Twitter um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no Tomo I think it was a wee shame um, but the, after the game you said part of this were bottom of the league the bottom of the championship but I mean, oh sorry ho. I know that's like even bigger embarrassment for Hearts they should have yeah. had it um, they should have had that done and dusted yeah absolutely because drawn with a team who are bottom of the championship party this so that's just that is some as you say embarrassing. That is not on at all. Uh, I'm sure they get the job done at Tynecastle, but that is that is really poor. And it was a Monday night that the Hearts fans travelled all the way down from Edinburgh right to watch that utter dross. Yeah, I mean, and I have to feel sorry for them. Um, Partick looked; they were there for the taking the first half, and then they got encouragement. Uh, they came in at half time, only one 0 down. And then obviously they they got got their goal and Hearts just looked absolutely lacklustre. It was poor, slow, mm-hmm. and Thistle Thistle who were bottom the championship looked on par with uh, Premiership Hearts. And like I say they'll get a job job at Tynecastle. Um, no doubt about it. But you quite she was have a look at yourself after that performance. Oh yeah, absolutely right. And Stevie Naismith is out for eight to ten weeks. Yeah, and he's again. he's their go-to guy. He's their best he player, and the lost without him. him. Exactly, they are a one-man team. Like we have spoke about how we think Rangers are a one-man team at times. Look at Hearts; they are literally a one-man team. They need Stephen Smith. He is what makes them tick. He is, um, and they can't play without him, which I think is a, a very troubling sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, he's been down to Norwich. Uh, He's going to get surgery and operation, and Hearts are to have him back this season, but I don't think that's likely. Yeah. Um, they'll get him in a pre-contract, a free contract. Um, he's, he's out of contract this summer of Norwich, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it, it will be back in the Hearts shirt, um, but this season, important time of the season, it's a, it's a crushing blow for them. Well, yeah, it really is, mate. So do you think Hearts will be able to rally and pick up some good results and go on a good run of form? Without Naismith, um, or do you think no, they'll, sure or do you think they'll just, think they yeah, do you, they'll just continue to like go on a down, downward spiral without them? I so. think they'll go on a downward spiral. I think they'll obviously be Partick Thistle um, at home. Uh, I have no doubt about that. But in terms of the league, mm-hmm. important 
stage of the season, very important. It's a running now, last 10 games, it's a running. Um, and without their key man, they, they simply can't play it without them. I think when he was injured last time, they only picked up one winning nine or something like that. Yep. Um, so they need to somehow cope without him, and I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, I'm just looking at the lead table right now, right? Um, do you know Hearts are only three points clear of Hibs? Who are at Hibs are in six? Yep. Um, so I think Hibs looked, Hearts looked absolutely sure that they would finish above Hibs this season. Obviously, there's even talks of them winning the league. Um, but for Hibs to come back from a terrible start to overtake them would just be an absolute disaster. Yeah, no, you're absolutely spot on, mate. So. Levine, right, it's came under a lot of fire after that debacle against Partick Thistle, a lot of fire, a lot of criticism, um, I was uh, looking on Twitter uh, and I was seeing a lot of Hearts fans saying that it's time for, time's up, time for him to go, um, what do, you, do you agree with uh, their assessment on that or do you well, think it's a wee bit of a, a knee-jerk reaction after that uh, shock result against Thistle? I mean, I can't, I can't see where they're coming from but I think Levine, you need to stick by him. He is, he is a good manager if, if, if for the most part. Uh, I think it's a knee-jerk reaction. Um, but I can understand the frustrations. They've had such a good start this season and they've just completely fell away um, and obviously drawn against the uh, bottom of the championship. Thistle um, is not a good result at all. But I think stick with Levine. He'll uh, add good players in summer and he'll, he'll start again. Um, I don't think they'll get anyone, they won't get anyone better anyway. I mean, possibly, I always mention this, possibly striking. Um, uh, he, but, he won't go there. He's got a, yeah. a Hibs connection, so there's no chance that's happening. But. Yeah. Um, but, like, well, there's no one they can really get. I don't think so. It needs yeah. to stick with Levine um, and then kind of regroup at the end of the season. Yeah, so I know uh, Hearts have been quite inconsistent ever since they lost that semi final to Celtic. Um, and they've not been playing great football. They ha- they've been struggling to get a good run of wins uh, together ever since then. So, uh, yeah, as, as I was saying, I think it would be a knee-jerk reaction. And Hearts are still in the Scottish Cup. They, they will get the top six, right? So, y- yeah, that's the thing, right? Let Levine have another summer. Let him have another crack at it, right? But they need to hit, hit the ground running uh, for the start of next season, right? They need to stop relying on Stephen A. Smith. They need to get maybe two or three more strikers in. I'd probably say two more strikers uh, in. They need. I think they need more creative players. Uh, so they do. Uh, and yeah, they, I, I feel as though like when I watch Hearts at times, it's pretty boring. It is. It's not great viewing. It's not. It's, it's a chore to watch. Um, and like you say, you need to add that. At least, like, we don't know the, the areas... He needs to improve, so he'll identify that and uh, try to try to resolve that in the summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's boring at times. It's, it's just pit you to sleep football. Yeah. Um, but I think think they'll, they'll they'll get the top six. I think. Um, but yeah, they need to really have a look at themselves and think. Why can't we play without Nathan? If that's is it not a player, a lone player for goodness' sake? <laughs> um. So yeah, that's, that's what I think about Hearts. Aye, spot on, mate. Anything else you want to add on that before we move on to Dundee United and Inverness? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've, we've covered that. And so I will move on from uh, that. And obviously, uh, I'm not going to lie, mate. This was a... I thought it was a very entertaining game. 
Uh, Inverness beat Dundee United 2-1 at Tanadice. And this was intense stuff, mate. It was some, it was some compelling viewing, to say the least. It was. It was a really good game. Um, and Inverness, everyone's saying it's such a shock Inverness won, but I don't think it is. Obviously, Dundee United should be winning us. The, they're the better team. But Inverness are up there. I think they're, in, uh, I think they're, near, the, I think they're near the playoffs, if not they're in them. Um Inverness, they've had a decent wee season, but Dundee United at, at home it should be winning. But like you said, it was a fantastic game of football, and Inverness um, in the semi-finals. Who would have thought that? Oh, can I know, mate? I know. And uh, Inverness, though, they created a lot of chances, mate, on the day. They did. They created a lot of chances, and they were causing Dundee United a lot of problems. So they were. They were. They, were, they looked very creative. They looked dangerous. Um, and it's, it's, I think with the, the Kelly Faith, uh, the Kelly, Kelly uh, Faithful, I should say, um, I think um, it's it's a treat for them. Um, done nice as well. I think they, their fans could be full hard done by. They played some good stuff as well. But Inverness were just had that bit more on the day and thoroughly deserved it. Yeah, yeah, you're spot on, mate. And Nicky Clark, obviously ex Ranger, it scored yep. a penalty. Um, it was a very tidy penalty indeed. And uh, Aaron Doran, last minute for uh, yeah. the ICT. Oh, uh, in the scenes, big John Robertson running on the pitch. Yeah. Bit of passion from the biggin. Yeah, um, no, expect nothing less from him. Um, absolutely terrific stuff. That's the, that's the thing you want to see in football. Uh, obviously, last minute goals, winner, uh, big derby games. Obviously, they're both from the Highlands. Um, and I think Inverness, obviously, this as far as they go in the competition, but financially, this will be good for them to to get there and the te- television money as well, which they don't get a lot, especially being down there. Yeah, I uh, just the championship. So they'll they'll be absolutely loving this. Uh, Nicky Clark, he said, I think he's since he's been to Dundee United, he's actually done really well. Um, I thought he's a good player for them. He, he was a decent player for us as well. Scored some important goals, but I think Dundee United is a perfect, perfect uh, fit for him. See, mate, honestly, I think Nicky Clark's level is championship. I think it is. He's, he's not obviously nowhere near good enough for the Premiership, um, but I think he's a very, very uh, reliable championship player. He'll get you goals, and uh, obviously, he's very good in the penalty spot. Mm. Yeah. So on sticking on Dundee United, right? I don't think they'll be too fast over it, right? Because their main focus is getting out of the championship, right? Yeah. And Robbie Nielsen, I think that is the best guy they could get. Like Robbie Nielsen, in my opinion, can easily be managing in the, the SPFL. Easily. Right. So they're very fortunate to have him, right? But see if Dundee United aren't able to go up this season, right? I'd, Robbie Nielsen still deserves another crack at it. He does. Because the guy is a top coach. He is. Uh, I think he obviously got Hearts promoted and done very well with them. That's obviously got the MK Don's job. Yeah, um, it did work out there, but... It didn't quite work out there, um, but obviously, down in England, it's, it's a lot harder. Um, but I think Dungeon United, if they don't come up this season, well, as for Robin Nielsen, they need to give him a chance, but if they don't get up, it's a disaster from the Dundee United. I mean, that's, what, four seasons now, something like that, they'll be stuck in the Championship. And they're, they're a biggish, biggish club. Uh, this, is um, a, uh, this is our third season, right? They went down 2016 uh, under Mixu and... If they don't go up this season, mate, <laughs> that'll be four seasons, as you say. That is, see, financially speaking, that is criminal. That is disastrous for them. It is. Uh, they really, really need to get up this season. Um, I, th- I think I think they will get up. I think they'll finally get up this season. I, I, I genuinely do. And But they, I don't think they'll win the league, mate. See, I'm looking at the, the Scottish Championship table right now, right? And 
Ross County, they're top. Uh, they're five points clear. They've got a game in hand. Right, Ross County, I, I th- for me, I think they will win the league. But when you look at those playoffs, right, it's going to be really tight. Because obviously, yeah. Dundee United, they're going to be going up against Ayr, who have been flying this season. Uh, either Ayr, just say Dundee United finished second, right? They'll be going up against either Ayr or Dunfermline, right? And Ayr beat them 5 0 at Tannadice this season. So yeah. you can't rule out Ayr. You cannot rule yeah. them out. Ayr have, been, Ayr, Ayr, Ayr have been the surprise package of the championship. They really have. I, I, I was really hoping Ayr would win the league. I thought this would be a fairy tale season for them to win the league, get promotion to the uh, Premiership. Um, obviously, they've kind of fell away a wee bit, which I'm, I'm quite sad for because I really wanted them to win the league. Um, they still, can, uh, can still go up, mate, so it's still all to play for. <laughs> it is all, still to play for. They still could go up through the playoffs, um, but whoever wins that needs to obviously play the, a Premiership team, so I'm not sure they're good enough to beat a Premiership team. Well, who do you think um, they'll be playing? For me, it'll be uh, St Mirren. I think it'll be I think it'll be Hamilton. I think Dundee will get out of it. I think it'll be Hamilton. I think it'll be St Mirren, mate. But, oh, sorry, Mom saying St Mirren. Ah, sorry, I've had a bit of a brain fart there. Um, no, of course, I've said... Like pretty much all season that St Mirren will go down there. <laughs> yeah, so I St Mirren will go down a wee mistake for me there. Yes, I think it will be Hamilton. I think it will yeah. be Hamilton, yes. But look what happened, uh, I think it was last season, was it? Yeah, uh, that, it was Livingston. Uh, I, no, sorry, who was it that went down last season? So uh, last season, Ross County. It was Thistle, sorry, yeah, it was Thistle. It was the season yeah. before I'm thinking of. Hamilton played, I think it might have been... Oh God, I can't remember. Uh, I think was it was it Falkirk or was it? I think it might have been Falkirk. Yeah, I can't remember, right? But see if Hamilton uh, make the playoffs, right? And they play an Ayr or a Dunfermline. You cannot, or even a Dundee United. You cannot rule Hamilton out. That's we need to stop ruling them out at times, mate. Like. See, Hamilton, as we said last week, they, they're just a team that just refuse to leave this bloody league. <laughs> I know, and I, I hope they don't go down. Um, but I think, with their experience, I think if uh, Hamilton... Say, if I've done the United, I think they could beat them. But I think if it's Ayr, who obviously don't have experience at uh, this level, um, Hamilton will have that experience. Well, I don't know how I think it'll be a bit too much for Ayr. So that's why I want them to win the league. Um, I think that's their, their, obviously their... Their best route, their most realistic route. Um, yeah. Because I think if they, if they get in the playoffs and they do manage to make it to the final, I can't see them being a Premiership team, whether that be Dundee or Hamilton. Uh, but Dundee United, I think, certainly have the, the ability to do it, and they really should be. I mean, they've got good players in there. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, we at Ross I think, they're still losing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We'll move on from that, mate. Is there anything else you want to bring up before we go to this weekend's fixtures? In I SPFL? don't think so. There's not been a whole lot of talking points this week. No, no, I know. Football, which we've talked about, and some of the games were a bit, a bit drab. Um, but no, I don't think. Move on to the fixtures. Yeah, okay, mate. Is there, can you be a top man and uh, get the fixtures up? Because my laptop has been extremely slow right now. <laughs> yeah, two seconds. I will get that up, mate. We'll preview some of the top fixtures uh, of the weekend in the SPFL. Yeah, well, first of all, we've got Hibs and Rangers tomorrow. Hibs and Rangers tomorrow, mate. Oh, God, that'll be a cracker, so it will be. Uh, there's no love lost <laughs> between these two football clubs. And uh, ever since Rangers have made the return to the SPFL, Rangers have only beaten Hibs once. And Rangers really shouldn't have won that game. That was 2-1 at Easter Road last season. 
uh, <coughs> pardon me, uh, it was under Graham Murty, Rangers yep. were not good and right, but Josh Windass and Alfredo Morelos got the two goals, so it was, yep. it was daylight robbery, because Hibs absolutely battered us that night. They did, um, but I think if we have any real hopes of, of, um, <coughs> challenges of challenges, we really, we need, we can't, if we drop points here, it's, I think it's done anyway, but if we drop points here, it's officially done, it's over, Yeah. Um, if it's not already, but I think we, we should win this, I think it'll be a, a 2 nil. Yeah, I'm very, I'm confident uh, going into this game uh, tomorrow, I, I feel as though I don't think we've changed too much, Um but Rangers definitely need to win this 100% Rangers must win this because if Rangers as we're saying have any hope of like trying to keep this title race alive we cannot afford to draw any more points we need to win so but I'm confident we get the job done I'm going to say it will be 1-0 Rangers okay and I've got on this well the rest are on the Saturday we've got uh, Celtic Aberdeen oh that's a another tasty one Um. Oh God! Um, I think I think Celtic. I think Celtic will get it done two one. That's what I was thinking. Think two one. Then we've got after that has been got. Dundee and Hearts. Dundee Hearts. Um, obviously, Nate Smith is missing huge loss. Yeah. Dundee are fighting for our lives right now. Um, I think one each. I'm going to say nil nil. I don't. I think that will be nil. the most dull game of the weekend. Another, another uh, kind of biggish game we've got Livingston St Johnson Livingston St Johnson um, St Johnson have kind of not been fin- like fantastic recently um, and Livy have kind of went off the boil but the main thing for them was at the start of the season let's stay up and they're going to stay up so Livy St Johnson I think it'll be a 1-0 Livy yeah I think that as well 1-0 Livy uh, in the final game Lanc- Lanc- Shire Derby. The um, Lanarkshire Derby. Is it Lanarkshire? L- Lanarkshire Derby. Lanarkshire, aye. Lanarkshire <laughs> um, Derby. Um, Motherwell Hamilton. As we're saying there, that Hamilton are another team fighting for their lives, but they're very, very unpredictable. Arguably the most unpredictable team in the SPFL. Really uh, that'll be, that will be a tasty one. Motherwell, uh, they have been playing some quite decent stuff. Um, I think it will be a... Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say 2-1 Hamilton. Oh, well, yeah, yep. I, like you said, you can't write them off. I think, so the, I think they will build uh, on that result against uh, Aberdeen. I think they'll build on that. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, like, I think, I wouldn't say they'll go on a, a fantastic run, uh, a fantastic run, sorry, uh, but I think they'll go into this game with confidence, for sure. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say 2-1 Hamilton. Well, yeah, so that's all the fixtures. It's a, it's a very, very good array of fixtures this weekend. Obviously, starting off at Hibs and Rangers tomorrow, then Celtic Aberdeen Saturday. Um, a lot of places still to be fighting for, and it's going to be really interesting week of Scottish football. It will be, mate, and we will, we will be back. Oh, I forgot to say, we need to preview the, repl- the two replays that are happening next oh, week. Yeah, um, so, uh, Rangers, Rangers Aberdeen. And Aberdeen, then, yeah. uh, obviously, Thistle and uh, Hearts. So, so we'll start with Rangers Aberdeen. So, Cosgrove uh, is obviously m- missing for Aberdeen. That is a huge, huge loss, right? And that could play a big part in what happens in a game, right? And Rangers recently have been in really good form, scoring goals for fun. Um, 
How do you see that one going? I, I think Rangers have enough to get the job done. Me and you are going, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think Rangers have enough. I'm going to say Aberdeen missing Natalis, man. I don't see them getting a goal. Unless no, it might be for a penalty or whatever. But I don't see that happening. I think it will be a comfortable 2 0 victory for the boys in blue. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and obviously, Hearts um, and Thistle will be playing Tinkassel. I think, without Naismith, um, I think the Dawson, they're not as good. But I still think at home they should be comfortable beating Thistle. So I'm going to go for 2 0 as well for um, that. I'm going to go a 1 0 Hearts win. It will, will not be pretty viewing. Thistle will be very defensive, trying yeah. to hit Hearts on the counter. Uh, but it will not be great viewing. I don't think I'll. Be, I don't think I'll be excited to watch that game. But I think Hearts will get the job done. They'll make the semi final and they'll play Inverness in the semi. So Hearts still have a great chance to make the Scottish Cup final, mate. So they do, they do. But they need, they need to get the job they, done. They need to get the job done because see if they don't get the job done against this, so the pressure will mount even more on Levine. And I'm going to say yeah. now, I'm going to make a very bold claim, right? If Hearts lose this game to Thistle, the next. Hearts home game. The next Hearts home game, you're going to see a Levine out banner. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. So, nothing else to speak about. We'll uh, head off just now. Yeah, I think, I think that's. Uh, I think we've covered everything. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, take care, and we will see you soon. <laughs>